Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about eight top tips for more midlife travel. Today, we're talking specifically about what might be holding you back when it comes to prioritizing travel at this time in your life and what you can do about getting travel to the top of your life list. But first, this episode is sponsored by something I'm really excited about. And you know what? It also involves a bit of travel. It's about the upcoming Becoming Bold and Brave retreat in Toronto, July 12th to the 14th. And I would love to have you here with me and with the other amazing women. And, you know, basically you'd be making this part of your personal regret-proofing strategy in midlife. Here's why you need to be here. So listen up. We are going to be focusing on things that you care about. First, coaching. We're going to be stretching your mind with meaningful coaching to unplug your thinking from what you can't do to what you can do even at your age. Yoga. We're going to be stretching your body with super amazing and highly accessible yoga breaks and insights. And creativity. We're going to be stretching your creativity with related art projects that reinforce what you want to create in your life, which we're going to be doing with the coaching. It's all going to combine. And this is amazing for you because it doesn't even matter if you're artsy or not. It totally doesn't matter. So this will be a warm and intimate growth experience. That's what's going to be happening. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of laughing. There's going to be great food and connection. So if you're interested in learning more, please shoot me an email right away at info at And if you want to hang with me and some other amazing women in Toronto, get cracking because it's only a small group experience and I only have a few more spots available. So send me an email and I'll send you more information on how to register. Okay, let's dive in. Are you one of those women in the middle who always says, someday I'm going to go there? Or... I've always wanted to do that. Or maybe this one. I just don't have the money, but I really want to volunteer on that ecotourism trip. So is this the kind of thing when you think about going on a safari or going to Alaska or going to the Galapagos? Is this what you say? What about this one? You make sure that your kids have the money and resources to take these cool trips in high school and exchange programs in college but you're still in your driveway. (laughs) This is what we're talking about today. Does any of this sound familiar? Travel is one of those perspective-changing activities in life. When you take yourself out of your regular environment, it's hard not to think differently. Just ask anyone who's been on a trip. When they've allowed themselves to do some traveling, they come back more open, more full of awe, and for sure, happier. Travel is also something that many regret not doing when they're healthy enough to do it. When you're a midlife gal, staying healthy becomes a big area of focus. Oh, the irony of me talking to you about health now just 48 hours after 
I got an injury. <laughs> I was up on a bar stool, kneeling on my knee, trying to stretch up to reach something above my oven. I was putting away a cutting board and pop. There was this horrible, horrible sound. I haven't heard a sound like this in my body probably decades. And I'm not sure what exactly happened, but now I'm hobbling around with a walking stick. So cross your fingers for me, ladies. Something bad is going on in my knee. (laughs) Like it was such a surprise. And of course, I was expecting 17 people for dinner on a holiday weekend. Anyway, enough about me. We got to focus on our health. So let's talk about why you should consider prioritizing travel as midlife women, what might typically get in your way, and how you can move your travel dreams right up to the top of your list and make them happen. Consider for a moment this idea. What if travel was considered good for your health instead of something that was indulgent and extravagant? What would that shift in thinking mean to you if travel was actually good for your health? You know what? I have news for you. There's actually scientific evidence that traveling keeps you healthier. Some of the findings have included having fewer heart attacks, experiencing less stress, being more creative, being happier, having a lower risk of depression, and even feeling more satisfied. Now, what does that knowledge do for your appreciation of travel? It's so interesting, right? To shift your thinking to travel, adding something important to your health and not just being fun. So why are so many amazing women in the middle putting travel off until someday? out there in the future. You're just waiting, right? So what are you waiting for? Are you waiting until you have enough money? Are you waiting until your list is empty? Maybe until you've lost the weight? Maybe until you like the way you look in a bathing suit? Maybe until you have gobs of money. All of these ducks may or may not ever be lined up in a row, right? And as you probably know, life is short. And it takes a colossal effort to make anything big happen in your life, to move the dial forward on being more intentional with your dreams, any of them. Here's an example from my life. About 10 years ago or so, I was in my mid-40s and I had three kids in school at home. They'd been going to camp most summers and we had to shift our vacation plans around to accommodate this, right? They went to this camp for a long time, about 10 years, and that's what we ended up doing. (laughs) Like we, it was like a block, it was blocked out. It was block out time in the summer. So one day I was in a line at a membership desk and I overheard a guy talking about this amazing trip he just got back from with his family. It was whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon. Now I couldn't believe my ears. I thought to myself, hey, that's my trip. (laughs) And I leaned in to get myself into this conversation so I could learn more. He was talking about a trip that I didn't know anything about, but I had this vague sense that I had always wanted to take it. Like he had taken my trip. He gave me the brochures, which was so sweet because I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I go home, I looked everything up online and I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, why haven't I taken this trip yet? I've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. But I was almost 50. 
I thought I would have gone there by now, but it wasn't even on the list. The kids were still going to camp during the summers, like I said. And then it occurred to me that I didn't have to take them with us. This did not have to be a kid trip, so it was kind of irrelevant that the kids were at camp. Maybe my husband and I could just go. In fact, it was probably easier that the kids were at camp because they were cared for. I didn't have to organize anything else. So it really shook me up, and I started to notice how many years had gone by and how many years I might let go by without putting this travel experience on my agenda. It wasn't even on this list. It wasn't on my radar. It wasn't on my priority list at all. And time was whizzing by like typical midlife, just flying by. So we went on this trip and it was amazing. It was six days on the Colorado River, two massive rafts going 185 miles down the river with rapids and all, all of it. 27 people, including the guides. So we were with the group. And, you know, the thing that just boggles my mind is I didn't even have this Grand Canyon trip on my formal list of places that I wanted to travel to. But I was so connected to it, but it wasn't like acknowledged. And so did you catch what I just said? It wasn't on the formal list. That was the problem. There was no formal list. (laughs) There was no intentional planning. We hadn't thought about what we wanted to do with the kids or without the kids. We were pretty much winging it. I mean, really, there's only so much time and only so much money for travel. And the kids were sucking up a lot of it with camp. Now, I know it was our decision to send them. So don't get me wrong. No regrets. I love the camp. I love that we prioritize that 10-year experience for them. But I couldn't believe how old I was and that I hadn't given the trip I really wanted to take more priority, more attention. It's so easy to put everyone else's priorities on the list, but yours, even when it comes to something so obvious like this, it's so easy to gloss over. So why does this happen? You're smart. You make lots of other things happen in your life. What is going on with this topic? Now, if you're good at making travel happen in your life, There's still some good insights for you in this episode, so don't worry. But if you suck at making travel happen in your life, listen up. (laughs) Let's take a look at why you don't travel when you say you want to, or why you don't travel as much as you say you want, or why don't you do the types of travel that you say you want. It really is a common thing that women your age eventually regret. One of the most common reasons, of course, is money you probably think things like this. It's too expensive. It's too indulgent to spend on myself like this. I don't have anyone to share a room with and that single supplement is too expensive. I snore. I can't share a room and it's too expensive. Everything's too expensive. (laughs) Does that sound familiar to you? Maybe fear is a big deal for you. You just accept that you're afraid to fly. You don't even question it. Or to leave home or to go abroad. And notice what you're thinking and feeling about your travel ideas. What does it bring up for you? Maybe you don't have a passport or it's out of date. Even though this is easy to solve, it's also an easy excuse. It keeps you home, safe, and sound. But the question is, is this what you really want? Maybe you never prioritize planning or never think about yourself. Perhaps you find putting your own needs it feels really uncomfortable, or you don't even know where you want to go. Maybe you're resistant to commitment. 
Maybe you struggle actually booking a flight or spending the money, like it's the commitment part of it that freaks you out. This is a common reason you never take trips. Does that sound like you? And then there's overwhelm. It's a super common feeling, and there are so many parts to put a big, juicy travel plan together between the pets, the kids, the elderly parents, dealing with your garden, your indoor plants, the fish tank, all of it, right? You find you spin out on all of the details related to the trip and also to actually leaving your house and getting out of Dodge. So here's the good news. You don't have to stall out. Here are top eight tips to give yourself a midlife travel tune-up. So here we go. First, check your thinking. When you think about travel, what's the first thought that comes up for you? Notice how this thought makes you feel. If it's negative, you probably won't be thrilled with what you end up doing. Nothing. (laughs) So it's critical to what happens next. Either you're sitting at home eating bonbons or you're in a cool different location learning new things and expanding your mind. Practice thinking a thought that moves you toward exploration. Maybe something like this. I love that traveling at my age is so doable. Okay, number two, think of travel as self-care. So I'd like you to consider adopting the belief that travel is essential to your health. This thought is optional for you. It's a way you can practice being kinder to yourself. So just try this thought on for size. I'm open to the idea that travel is actually good for me. Number three, be curious about worry and fear. So do you notice that you're afraid to travel? Do you find yourself worrying a lot? Actually write down what you're worried about and ask yourself if you like the reasons for not going where you want to go, like being afraid to leave your pets or perhaps being afraid to fly. Making a fear-based decision is often something you'll regret. So really be curious about those feelings. Number four, notice overwhelm. Ask yourself what you're thinking that brings up the feeling of overwhelm. Is it too many decisions? Ignorance of the country or place that you want to visit? Is there a language barrier? Consider using a travel agent to help you. You can find professionals who are specialists and know so much to help you make a trip a reality just the way you want it. If you allow yourself to be at the effect of overwhelm, nothing will happen. Overwhelm will keep you stuck. But if you decide to think about your ability to figure out how to make your trip happen, you're going to take action and move forward. Number five, put what you need to travel in place. What I mean by this is deal with logistics. To get anywhere, you really have to think about this. And you got to think about it in advance. You got to make sure your passport's up to date. Maybe you need to make arrangements for your dog or Have someone in place to care for your kids or your elderly parents. Maybe you need to get approvals from work or have someone lined up to check in on your house or water your plants. Whatever it is, you have to think it through in advance and you need to know what you need to do. You need to know how long it takes to plan for it and what your options are. Just taking action on these things makes such a huge difference. Number six, prioritize dreaming and planning the travel. So prioritize the prep. Put time in your calendar to have 
for exploring ideas. So you want to actually block out some time in your calendar for you to explore and surf and think and call, right? So think through where you've gone in the past and what you liked and what you didn't like. And ask yourself where you would go if you had unlimited funds. Really ask yourself that. And think about it from a geographical and experiential perspective. So these are all ideas to get the the ideas flowing. Look at a map. Slowly review ideas around the world. I find if you look at a map, you can be a little bit more creative because you'll get more prompts when you actually look at the map. So have you always wanted to go to Italy when you see Italy there on the map? Write it down. Have you always been curious about Australia? There it is on the map. Write it down. Write down whatever comes up. Then here's the thing. Also think about experiences you want to have when you travel, not just geography. So do you want to camp outside and see an aurora borealis? Then that experience might take you to Yukon. Jot it down. Did you always want to go whale watching? That experience might take you to Baja if it was the gray whales. You know how much I love gray whales. Notice your ideas that come up and write them down. Here are some other ideas to get you going. What about national parks? What national parks are you curious about? Sometimes you don't even need to go too far to experience some of the things you want to experience. Some of them are driving trips. What about eco tours? Do they get you excited? For me, it was Costa Rica. I was very excited about that. What about volunteer experiences? Do you think about that? Maybe Habitat for Humanity or turtle tagging in a beautiful beachy area. (laughs) What about athletic or physical experiences that you're interested in? Maybe a bike ride through wine country or a special hike or mountain trek. Is there any, um, is there a sporting event that you really want to see sometime? Like maybe the Olympics or certain playoffs or a golf tournament. What about cultural experiences that you've always been curious about? Maybe adventure or nature travel. Maybe you want to go on a cruise to Alaska or visit the Galapagos or maybe go on an African safari. What about special museums and exhibits? You might be aware of something that you really, really, really want to see. How can you make that happen? And then there's food experiences that you just really want or maybe a cooking course or special food trucks in a city that you're really interested in. Whatever it is. Make sure it happens. I know some of my friends are talking about cooking courses in Italy or France, right? So whatever comes up for you, allow yourself not to shoot it down, just write it down. So I love thinking of you guys doing the thinking, doing the surfing, doing the digging. And I suggest pick five, write them down. What are your top five things that you really want to do? Okay, number seven, commit to traveling. Face it, if you don't commit, it's way less likely to happen. You may have to change or tweak your plans. Totally fine, but you still have a plan. Without a plan, you're just going to have regrets. That's my guess. So this means researching the actual price of the trip you've prioritized. Get a ballpark. See what's involved. Pick a time that you want to travel and commit to doing it. Now, I'm not saying plan your whole life out right now, but for example, Imagine picking five trips that you really want to take and then maybe plan out a couple of them within the next three years or so. 
So you've got a list of top priorities and maybe you have a two or three year plan where you're just kind of looking, okay, when does this make sense to do? What does it look like for you? Who would you go with? Would you go in a group, with a partner, with friends? Ask these people. Investigate group options. Start to line things up. This stuff takes longer than you think most of the time. So writing it down, making a commitment is a huge step towards making it happen. Okay, number eight, you got to think about money. You can't avoid this topic because it's critical to bringing your travel plan to life. But you don't need to be afraid of it or feel negative about it either. Your first thought might be that it's too expensive. Just expect the thought. You don't have to drop your plan just because you have this thought. Research the price. Research it all in, right? Like the, the flights, the, um, the hotel or the group cost, whatever it is. Try to get a nice ballpark and then put the trip or trips into your calendar and work backwards to figure out your saving strategy. Base all of this on real information. Sometimes you might be surprised. Let's say you wanted to go someplace and you always had it in your mind that that was $5,000. Maybe it's $8,000. Or maybe you had another trip that you always thought, oh my God, that's massive. The only way to do that is to take three or four weeks and do it and whatever, and that's gonna cost 20,000 and it's impossible. And then you just shoot it down. I don't know. You don't know either because you haven't spent the time to really look at it. And once you start to ask yourself, not if I'm going to do it, but how am I going to do it? So many other things come up. You start to find information. You have more conversations and you get a more realistic price of what it costs to do what it is you want to do. So you're going to work with your facts. You're going to figure out how to make it work. Do you have enough time to plan the trip? If not, push it back a bit more, but don't drop your focus from making it happen. So if you thought something was going to cost 5000 and it ended up costing 8000 it may take you longer to plan for it. You don't need to cross it off your list. Just give yourself more time. That's how you can accomplish things like this. It sounds so simple but it really is about planning. There you go, a solid strategy to put midlife travel on your priority list and get control of the thinking that's keeping you stuck at home. The bottom line is, if you really want something, you have to check your thoughts, understand your feelings, and plan ahead. Otherwise, decades fly by and you may have regrets. That's what regret-proofing your life is all about. And I am so excited for the adventures that are coming your way. That's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you get excited about your life again, even now at your age. That means you have to get better at thinking on purpose, being the queen of your brain domain, supervising your brain, helping yourself create the results and outcomes in your life that you really want. I'm excited to hear about what you do with all of this helpful information. Make sure to send me an email at info at Check out the show notes with more information and links at www.susierosenstein.com. Also remember to check out my free Facebook group, The Women in the Middle Community at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. It's for women just like you. And finally, 
If you like what you've heard on today's podcast, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review, which of course is greatly appreciated. Seriously, thank you so much in advance for taking the time to do that. Let's do this, ladies, one bold, brave, and adventurous thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm.